0: Gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is your host, as always, Jared Prugar and I thank you again for tuning in. It is nearly camp season. Come June 5th, prospects from all over the country will be in Happy Valley demonstrating their skills on the practice fields um, and all over campus for the Penn State football program. This is big. For Penn State this is big for not only Penn State this is big for the university this is big for every school allowed to participate come June 1st when the dead period is lifted this is the first time in over a year almost a year and a half really since players have been allowed on campus and prospects have been allowed on campus this brings people back to Penn State this brings people back to these schools and that is in and of itself is the biggest thing to happen this summer and it might seem so very minimal but getting these guys to come back to Penn State and getting guys on campus is what the doctor has ordered for everybody in college football this is what's been necessary this is what we what schools have needed schools in remote locations like Penn State getting them to Penn State, showing off the campus, showing off what Penn State has to offer. There's only so much you can see on Zoom. You can't taste the cream or ice cream via Zoom or Skype or anything. You can't see Mount Nittany in all of its glory via Skype. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. But you're now developing those interpersonal communications and not through a screen. And that's what these, what people, not just in football but in education and in a lot of other areas thrive on. And that's what recruiting is all about. You're recruiting the person. You're not recruiting a TV screen or a cell phone screen. Um, and, you know, some of these guys haven't seen, um, you know, the coaches in person yet have committed to Penn State, like a Bo Pribola, um, who has committed and hasn't been at Penn State in quite some time. So that is huge. But camp season brings guys to. Brings guys on campus. And that is what they need. They need to be on campus. They need to see everything that schools have to offer. There's only so and There's only so much um, that you can see uh, everywhere else. But um, starting June 5th, um, Penn State will be hosting camps. They have Weekend of Camp June 5th. They have the elite, their Elite Showcase number one for their Elite Prospects um, June 6th. A specialist camp for kickers, punchers, uh, and think players of that that, that nature. Um, and then June 13th and June 20th, uh, followed up with more uh, elite showcases. Then Friday, June 25th, they host their 7-on-7 seven seven camp. 7-on-7 uh, seven seven passing camp and big man challenge for the linemen. Um, then you're looking at June 27th. They got the Underclassmen Showcase. And then back in July, another Underclassmen Showcase. And ending up camp season at July 30th with the Beast of the East Showcase. This is going to be huge for the Nittany Lions moving forward. This is going to allow them, um, obviously, to show off what they've got. Show off the improvements to the weight room, to the facilities. Um, and get these players in be Stadium. Now, as somebody that's gone to these camps before, I was never ever. Let me be clear here. I was never one of the elite guys. I've gone to the passing camp and a couple of camps before at five, five 125 pounds. There really wasn't much I was going to be able to do ever at the collegiate level other than schoolwork. Um, and then eventually play baseball. But as a football player in high school, I did get to go to these camps and these camps are interesting. And now this is in the early 2000s. So this is back, um, under Joe Paterno and, and, and things were very much different. Now he did lead the way with having some of those Skype, recruiting meetings um, but back then you know they, you show, you're showing off campus you're they're showing off everything and since the, the, the early 2000s Penn State has grown and they have really truly um, up their level of facility in a, in a big time way and and this is giving people a reason to get to Happy Valley getting to state college and I've said this at length here multiple times is not an easy thing to do. You blink if you're on ninety nine and you miss it. Um, you just you're going up ninety nine. Especially for me, when I'm coming up ninety nine on um, coming from Altoona and I'm heading north, and it's just like whoa, oh. I blink. There's a hospital. There's a stadium and there's fields. So Penn State is literally in the middle of nowhere um, in, in central Pennsylvania. They have the State College Airport, which isn't necessarily a big hub to 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 bring people in like it would be like in a Pittsburgh or a Philadelphia area um, of the state. So you have to get creative. And when people aren't coming to campus, it's hard to, it's hard to show them what it's really like. Um, so getting these guys there is, is the first step and, and making them want to stay is the second step. And I think with what James Franklin has been able to do with his recruiting staff and with his, with his coaching staff, I think that's huge, um, moving forward. And I think they will be able to do that. Um, and I think the recruiting, the the class of twenty twenty two, class of twenty twenty three, I think are really, really going to start to 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 fill itself out, and more um more confirmation of that as well is is going to come um in the following days. Once those camps start um start going on, and I think that's going to be um something that that is needed, and if they can, that's great, and if they don't, well then. That's something you've got to worry about too. But in the meantime, the Nittany Lions will be able to have these guys on campus. Players, Coaches are finally going to be able to recruit in person. And that's where the, those relationships are going to be made. The, the fact to get guys to commit over the phone or, or, or via FaceTime or whatever is impressive nonetheless. But getting these guys and seeing them in person and, and really getting to know these players uh, for who they are and what they are um is going to be uh is going to be huge but you know coming up in the second segment we're going to talk about the recruitment of a 2022 guy in in Caden Saunders who made some news this week regarding uh, the level of his recruitment with Penn State and I hope you will catch us on the flip side Welcome back to the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is Jared Prugar, and we thank you for joining us in segment two of the We Are Podcast. Now, as I mentioned before the break, we talked about Caden Saunders. Well, Caden Saunders kind of hit the news in a good way this weekend, or this week, as he not only has been committed to Penn State since, um, you know, since the early on in the process, but he finally said he was locked in, he's ready to go, he's not entertaining any more offers, um, and I think that's huge uh, for Penn State down the line. And his reasoning and his logic behind it was the fact, well, it doesn't look good if the first commit of a class is going and looking at other places, which I think speaks volumes about the character of this young man, Um, but he's gotten all kinds of attention throughout the recruiting process, and now that it's going to be opening back up on June 1st, He's gonna. He would be getting, this that and he, everything thrown at him I and mean, killed it in probably the kitchen sink as far as recruiting is gone. But after his junior season, um, you know he's he's climbed up the ranks. Power five got, uh, schools have been um, knocking down the door, uh, sending him all kinds of different things. Uh, but now he's going to. He's fully committed. He's not entertaining any offers, and he'll be at Penn State's campus uh, by June uh, by January. Which is huge. This allows him to continue um, to continue helping, growing the class as a leader, and I think that's the biggest thing. Caden Saunders is a guy that's holding this class together and it's bringing this class together, really. Um, and I think that's big. That's you know when you have that leadership not before you even hit campus, that's huge for the Nittany Lions. Um, and that is absolutely one of the things that that makes him. Um, you know, something, some type of special player um, as a receiver for the Nittany Lions. And that 2022 class is, is on the right track. It's six nationally as of right now. Um, but right now, I think that's going to be huge. Uh, he'll be back on campus for uh, June 6th when they host their specialist camp, like we talked about um, in the first segment. And then he'll be back for official visits um, as much as he can throughout the summer. And I think that's, that's going to be huge. Um, for Penn State to get him there, and um, and to keep him there as well, which that that shouldn't be any issue. Um, getting him on campus is going to be huge because this guy who's planning on in early enrolling will be there in January, so that gets him an extra few months learning the playbook, hitting the weight room, um, getting acclimated to to the, to school, to academics, um, and to the program, and that's going to be. Um, that's going to be huge. And this is a guy that was fielding offers and and then had offers from other places as well. Um, You know, you you look at some of the some of the schools um, that have looked at him and Alabama is one of them. So this is a guy that was highly sought after. um, And it was a guy that he, he really uh, was sought after hard by Penn state after uh, during his freshman season. Um, Then he jumped up uh, in, in 2020, he turned, uh, 47 receptions in 958 yards and, and 13 touchdowns, and then in camp earlier this uh, this year he ran a four three one forty. uh, and that's <laughs> that type of speed is is pretty elite, so that's going to be huge down the road too. So this is a guy that can come into campus, and with his skills, could very easily see the field, um, early in his time at Penn State, so that's going to be huge, um. So I, it, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, how he continues to develop, but it's it's the biggest thing is that they've they've got him locked in. He's not entertaining any offers, and they can focus on helping him and helping themselves build that twenty twenty two class as it continues to to grow and get stronger. Um, and that, and number six overall is not a bad <laughs> is not a bad class whatsoever, um, but. To get a guy like Saunders and a guy, and, and guys like that to continue growing that class is going to be instrumental in, in getting where Penn State wants to get to. Now, will they be able to? That's remains to be seen. Now, the recruiting numbers are going to be all kinds of crazy this year because you're kind of... And nobody lost their a year of eligibility. So everybody, what, what they came in this, to last year with is what they've got. So... There are a lot more players that are going to be draft eligible, despite being maybe a sophomore or you know a redshirt freshman or something like that. So the recruiting aspect of this and and bringing guys on campus is going to be huge because you you really you're gonna to have to have those conversations of what players are planning on doing early so that you can figure out how you're going to to navigate your roster and how you're gonna develop your roster because if you don't if you don't it's gonna be it, you're going to be maybe a player or two behind, or or you could see yourself kind of, uh, kind of losing some ground there. And you know, you with the the fear of not knowing what your roster is going to look like come January, that's going to be tough too. Um, so you have got to have those conversations early. Well, hey, what are you planning on doing? Are you going to be leaving? Are you going to be transferring? Are you, what what is your game plan? And finding that early so that you can figure out how to, um, how do you how do you, navigate your your recruiting trail and and navigate your classes and and who you're bringing on campus, whether you're going to have to dive into the, the, the the transfer portal or or something else. So that's going to be huge for Penn state to kind of keep track of down the line too. Um, Are they still, are they done with the transfer portal? I don't think that they are. I think that Penn state will bring in somebody uh, some this summer um, and probably closer Closer to the middle of uh, of June, maybe early July, I think they're going to bring somebody in. And I think it's a guy that could probably play immediately and and put some pressure um, on whatever position it would be. My guess is quarterback. um, And that's not a knock to some of the guys that are there. But if you can go out and get somebody that's better and you have the opportunity to, well, you go and do it. But that remains to be seen. Um, It did not seem like James Franklin was the happiest with the situation at quarterback. uh, But... There's still a summer of development uh, that can be had, and it'll be interesting to see how how Taquan Roberson and Christian View and and Sean Clifford develop over that time. Now that they have some more time uh, to spend with Mike Yersich, Um and and in their in in training uh, just overall, so that'll be nice uh, to see there. But the biggest thing, like I said, it, we're talking about recruiting, getting guys that want to be on campus, getting guys that want to be there, and and really. Word of mouth is the best way to be there. And the 2022 class, for one, it seems on social media, is a very close class. And I think that's huge. Um, and any time you have that in a class that is gonna is willing to stick together um, it is, is impressive. I mean, you've got Drew Shelton, uh, offensive tackle, who's a four-star guy. You've got Makai Flowers, who's now playing at Central Dauphin East. And we'll be seeing him uh, later on this, uh, later on this high school season as the team that I coach will be going up against them. So that'll be fun to see. Um, Drew Aller, um, Anthony Ivey, Jerry Cross, Ken Talley, Bo Perbola, um, Malik McNeil, Tyrese Mills. These guys and their ability to get these guys here are going to be huge. And if Penn State can continue to grow them and to develop them, and they make this class probably a little bit bigger, I think they're going to take probably two or three more um, guys in the 2022 class. But again, it really comes down to what they're going to be trying to figure out roster wise and, and, and that roster, um, roster management. So right now they're ranked number two in the big 10, number six nationally for the 2022 class. Um, it's a far, it's a step above the 21, 2021 class, which makes sense if you think about it because they didn't really lose much. So they really, there really wasn't much to bring back in as far as scholarship limits were concerned, but they're on the right track to, to making this 2022 cycle infinitely better than the than 2021 cycle. And that's going to, to bode well for them in the future. But it starts with Saunders, and I think as he continues to, to get on campus and and show them why he is the highest-ranked highest, highest ranked recruit that they have and the, and the highest-ranked commit and show them what he can do, I think it's only going to speak volumes to what Penn State's able to do um, in this class as he as he brings these guys in and helps build the 2022 class as a leader, both on the field and off the field uh, for Penn State. But until next week, this has been your host, Jared regarding and the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I will talk to you soon, and I hope you have a safe and healthy week.